on the ground today, but where two or three be agreed that he is in the midst, amen. amen? Amen. Amen. And we are rejoicing because we have breath in our lungs this morning yes. and that we have reason to give thanks to God today, amen? Amen. Okay. Today I really felt to, to bring the word of God and, and I've entitled it from the outer courts into the inner courts. I'm just going to pray. Father God, I thank you that we are able to come into your presence because of your unconditional love, because of your grace and your mercy, Lord, in our lives. So Father, I pray, Lord, that as Lord Jesus, your word goes forward, that you will hide me behind the cross. Lord Jesus, that, Lord, that you will tune our ears and our hearts to receive that what you want us to receive. Lord Jesus, let us live changed and Lord Jesus in a deeper relationship with you, Father God. I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, today I felt to encourage and to remind and to help us to journey from our everyday relationship with God into a much deeper relationship with Him. We all want to be It's easy for us to say, Jesus loves me. But does Jesus know how much we love him? Do we tell him enough? Do we really, really believe how much we truly love him? You know, I believe that when we become saints of God, when Jesus becomes Lord and Savior of our lives, we become the temple of the Holy Spirit. In 1 Corinthians 6, verses 19, 1 Corinthians 6, verses 19, it says, do you not know that your bodies are a temple of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have received from your God? You are not your own. And so when we've given our life to Christ, this temple, this body, is not just for anything. We cannot put anything in our lives. What we say, what we do, the things we listen to, the things we see, are we correcting what we are filling our lives with? Or do we need to come before the throne of grace and say, empty our vessels from the rubbish that we can have more room for the love of God and for what he has for us? Now we all want to come to that place, as I said, where we can have a deeper relationship with God. But our lives are busy. Our schedules are busy. And often we give God the leftover times. Some of us will read a chapter of the Word in the morning. We bring our family and our needs to God before we start the day. And often our prayers are very repetitive. They're what we prayed the day before and the day before that and the day before that. Now there is nothing wrong with this because God said, pray without ceasing. But you see, is it enough? Is it enough for our relationship with God? Is it enough for our family? Is it enough for our business? Is it enough for the things that we do? Is it leading us into a deeper relationship with God? He is calling us from his inner courts. He is waiting to have an appointment with us. Can you hear him calling? He's calling my name. He's calling your name and he's saying, I welcome you. I want to spend that time with you. I want that time of intimacy 
relationship in a deep way. You know, a lot of times our prayers that are very repetitive, they're like a shopping list, aren't they? You say, Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for today. Please bless me as I go to work. Please, Lord Jesus, keep your hand upon my family. Keep the da 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 And you're working your way through a list, which is similar to a shopping list. You tick that one off, you pray that one, tick that one off, you pray that one, tick that one off. We are hammering God every day, every day, every day. <coughs> you know, and God is really trying to impress on me. It's like, stop praying the same prayers every day. Start worshipping him for what he is doing. He has heard that prayer and he said before you ask, I will answer. Amen. Amen. So even before the words have come out of our mouth, he knows because he loves us. And he's already on it before we was even walking in it because he loves us. And he wants us to come to the throne of grace with praise and with worship. In Psalm 100, verse 4, it says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. You know, often we struggle with finding the time. It's all of our desire. It's my desire to spend more time with God. Especially even with the reality of the pressures of life. But you know, it takes discipline. It takes determination to go to that place where you will say, I will make time. In Matthew 26, 14, when Jesus called his disciples to pray, he said then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. He said, couldn't you then just keep watch with me for one hour? One hour. And you might say, that's not much. One hour is not much. But when you're tired and you're busy, an hour is a lot. And so we need to discipline ourselves. You know, I often wonder what the disciples would have done if they knew what was going to happen in the next 24 hours of that time of sleeping instead of praying. You know, Jesus had tried to tell them that his time had come, where he was going to suffer and to die. You know, sometimes I wonder if we could actually see into the next 24 hours of what's going to go on in our lives or in the lives of the, our families and friends around us. Would we be sleeping or would we be on our knees seeking God we don't know, do we? That's hindsight, and we don't live in hindsight. But we say, Lord, I am going to come today, and I am going to spend time in your presence. But I'm just going to just do this small job. But I'm coming, Lord. Oh, oh, phone's ringing. Sorry, excuse me. Hello, hello. Yes, yes. I'm coming, Lord. Okay, yeah, better go. Then the doorbell goes, and you go, I'm coming, Lord. It's all right. I'm, I am coming. And you deal with that. And then an urgent need comes up or a job. I must write that down before I forget it. And come, Lord. I am, and you bow the knee and you think, oh my goodness, is that the time? Mm -hmm. I missed it again. I missed it again. 
We need to discipline ourselves. Turn that mobile phone off. Go somewhere where you can close the door and not be disturbed. You know, tell people, I am not available because I am going into the closet to have time in the presence of God. You know, if we cannot have that time in the presence of God, our lives are not going to be as successful as God intended it to be. We are not going to be successful in the way that God wants us to be. Because we are just too busy, too tired, too burnt out, too worn out. Today God is calling you from the outer courts into the inner courts. Amen? Amen. But you see, we cannot rush from the outer courts and go chasing into the inner courts and think it's okay. You see, we serve the King of Kings. We serve the Lord of Lords. And how dare we think we can run into that Holy of Holies if we are not cleansed, if we are not sanctified, if we are not clean. In Exodus 30, verses 17 to 21, it tells us when the priests went from the outer courts to go into the inner courts, they washed. They washed. It says that the Lord spoke to Moses saying, You shall also make a lather of bronze, with it base also of bronze for washing. You shall put it between the tabernacle of the meeting and the altar, and you shall put water in it. For Aaron and his son shall wash their hands and their feet in water from it. When they go into the tabernacle of meeting, or when they come near the altar to minister, to burn an offering made by fire to the Lord. But they shall wash with water lest they die. So they shall wash their hands and their feet lest they die. And it shall be a statue forever to them, to him and his descendants throughout their generation. Now the word lather, it means a bath or a wash basin containing water for the purpose of washing only. The Jewish priests were commanded to continually wash their hands and feet during the tabernacle services. The position of this lava bowl was placed between the door of the holy place and the altar. Now you see, we haven't got to go through this ritual anymore because of what Jesus done on the cross for us. But you see, that doesn't alter the fact that we do not need a cleansing. That doesn't alter the fact that we need to come and just bow the knee and just ask for God to forgive our sins. That we might repent, that we might be coming from that outer course clean and pure, ready to go into the Holy of Holies. Because what we are facing, we are facing a God of judgment. A God of love, but a God that wants us to be sanctified and righteous and clean before his face this morning. <coughs> Hallelujah. Amen. You know, it says when you come from that, from that place of being cleansed, that you can come with praise and worship, letting your request be made to God. Now that happens before you get to the inner courts. 
So God, through your washing, your repentance, your clear cleansing, and your request is all done before you even get to the inner courts. Because the inner courts is business with God. The inner courts is a relational, in, uh, intimate time with God. Do you want that? Do you want to go deeper in that relationship with God? Do you really want to know what God is about? What happens in that end call? You know, apart from shutting yourself away from distractions, you can't go by your feelings. You can't stand there and say, okay, God, I can't feel you. I can't know that you are here. But what you do is you come in faith today and you say that same faith that you took Christ as your saviour, that Jesus is here this morning, the Holy Spirit is here this morning, we are in the presence of God and as we have come to the communion table this morning, we have come to that place of cleansing and forgiveness and so we are already in that place to go in to the presence of God. It is a place to spend worshipping before the throne of God. It is the time to be here in the heartbeat of God. Sensing his heavy presence. Feeling the love of the, the arm of the Holy Spirit come around your shoulder. Or the Holy Spirit to come and take hold of your hands. Have you been in that place, my friends? Because I tell you something. It is the most awesome place to be. It is the most awesome place to be. When we come into that place, you know, we've heard the saying often, and, and I like it, is that God gave us two ears and one mouth. And that's so that we listen twice as much as we speak. And I think when we come into that presence of God, into that inner place, God wants to speak to us far more than we should be speaking to Him. The only words that should be leading these lips is, a, is, a, is praise and worship and glory. You know, every time the angels walk around Jesus in the throne room, all they can say is, Magnifying glass, and you see even deeper than what you did before. 
You know these, these tripod things where you let them through and they can see deeper, deeper. That is what God is calling us to today, is to go into that throne of grace and see what God is wanting you to see, which is much deeper than the natural eye. We want help and say, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. What an awesome God we serve. When you go into that place, take the word of God. Take a pen and, and a pad or a piece of paper. Have your ears open because God will speak to you. He will speak to you. You've already done your request. You've done your praise for worship. And now you need to go and expect God to speak to you. It's time to shut up and listen. It's time to feel the presence of God all over you. To the point that you can't stand up. Because the presence is so strong. To the point where you feel the cloak of love come upon you. That is so heavy that you are just embraced in this love. We will never contain all the love that Jesus had for us. Our humility would not be able to, to contain it. Our strength wouldn't be able to contain it. We couldn't even measure the love that God has for us today. When we're in the presence of God, He will talk to us, He will give us instructions. In Habakkuk 2, verses 2 to 3, Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets, that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. My friends, you know, for some of us, God is waiting for that the appointment that he has with you. Have you got it in your diary? Have you remembered that God's got an appointment for you? Because he is wanting to tell you something very important that is not just going to affect your future, it's going to affect the future of Wellsprings, it's going to affect the future of wedding, it's going to affect the, the, the nature, the future of, of uh, the UK, it's going to affect the, the future of the nations. Through you, my friends. Through you. God doesn't need to use us. He's God. But he's chosen to use the likes of you and me. Because we are so weak and we are so simple, we cannot take any glory. It has to go back to God. Gives us in future instructions. In Exodus, we won't turn to it, but in Exodus 24, it tells us when Moses went into the presence of God. He went high into into the mountains. He was not distracted. He knew the glory of God was going to come down 
and that he was going to speak to Moses. He knew that he was not going to move until God gave him the full instructions. Oh, he's so busy that we are so time watching that we cannot go into the presence of God and say, I am not moving until you've given me all the instructions I need. When Moses went into the presence of God, Moses gave that God gave Moses his instructions for the people. <coughs> So that they might live righteous lives, they might be forgiven, they might be, they were God's chosen people. Today we are God's chosen people because we are his children. And he wants to use you and me to take the instructions that God has for the people of God and for the sake of those who don't know him. When you come to the throne room, we come in our time of need. Hebrews 4 verse 16, he says, Let us approach God's throne of grace with confidence. Love the songs this morning. They was confirming, confirming, be bold when you come into the throne of grace. Have confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in the time of need. You see, quite often you've got two different type of people when there is trouble in their lives, when there is strife in their lives. One lot of people will be going running to God when they wouldn't normally, and the others that they are so feeling, so down and despondent, and so much in pain that they run away from it, that they, they run away from God and just say, oh, but me and my problems. But when you are coming with confidence to the throne of God, the God that is our saviour, is our healer, is our restorer, is our Jehovah Jireh, why should we not come into the presence of God when the promises are in his word this morning? God, um, there is healing only for Christina and Len and oh no. Jesus said, by his stripes we are healed. Jesus said, I am your Jehovah Jireh. Jesus said, I am, I am, I am who you need him to be. But he wants you to be in walking with him, to seek with him, to be there with him. God wants to share his heart with you. Did you know that? Did you know that? God wants you to understand his heartbeat, to know his heartbeat. Jesus said, sheep hear the shepherd's voice. The sheep knows the shepherd's voice. And the shepherd's calling the sheep to be in the cause today. You know, when you hear the heartbeat of God, you will understand more of his love. You will understand his love for mankind and for creation. You know, one time I was in prayer and I just said, God, show me your compassion for the nations. You see, God 
God was imparting on my life, ask for the nations and I will give them to you. And I said, Lord, in my weakness, I will ask for the nations, but I need to understand your compassion. I need to understand the, the passion that you have, that I will be able to be used by you in a way that you want me to be used by you, that will bring change to the nations, that will bring the lost to Jesus, that will see those that are sick healed, that I will walk in signs and wonders and miracles because it's Jesus through me. When I reach out and touch the sick, Jesus' hand is reaching out and touching the sick. It's not me, it's Jesus all the time. But you see, he wants to walk with me. He doesn't want me to walk for him. He wants me to walk with him. But you've got to understand the heartbeat for God. So I ask you, Lord, show me your compassion for the nation. Be careful what you ask for. Oh, be careful what you ask for. God literally broke my heart for the nations. In particularly Africa and Asia. You know, I think he only gave me just a little taste of his compassion. He was pretty gentle with me, but it broke my heart. It broke my heart. But it made a difference. You see, when we have Christ's compassion within us, it causes us to act with a passion. We have to do something. We cannot see sickness, we cannot see poverty, we cannot see people going to hell, we cannot see the lost have got no hope when we have the compassion of Christ. Because it goes from here to our very soul and the passion comes up. We have to do something, my friends. We have to do something. We have to reach out. We have to reach out to Jesus. But I tell you something, you will see signs and wonders and miracles like you've never seen before. Jesus went to heaven and he said, greater things you will see. Oh my friends, I want to see the greatest things. I want to see the greater things. I'm never going to be satisfied with what I have today because I know that when I have more from God, it's going to change the nations. It's going to change the world and I want to start right on my doorstep. I want to start with my family. In fact, I want to start with myself because this is where revival starts. Hallelujah. In my heart. In my heart. And so this morning, God is calling you. How long has God been calling you how long has he been in that presence calling your man? Come and spend time with me. Do you miss the Holy Spirit being around you when you have that time in the Trinity? You know, when you have that regular time and all of a sudden it's gone for some reason. If you are not missing the Holy Spirit because you've not spent time with him, you are missing so much. You are missing so much. So this morning we have been around the table of the Lord. We have remembered what Jesus has done. 
We should have already gone through that cleansing stage. We had the worship. And I, right now I'd like the name to come and, and to play something. Right now what I really sense to do this morning, because I feel the presence of God here, amen. Do you feel the presence of God here? to be able to come into a deeper time with God. And I really think that this morning we've got to stop looking at our clocks. If you need to go this morning, I understand that. But I don't want to put time on God. I don't want to put time on the Holy Spirit. Because I believe that God wants to do something. God knows who would be here this morning. And he knew who wasn't going to be here. And so I think, you know, even though there's just a few of us, that God has chosen us to be here for something deep and special. So what I want us to do is I want to just ignore everybody else in the room. And with the faith of Jesus, knowing that we can close our eyes and reach out our hands, knowing that he's not going to pass us by. And that we are going to worship. If you need to kneel, if you need to prostrate on the floor, if you just need to just stand and lift your hands and worship. But open your mouth and worship the Son of God. Worship the King of Kings. Worship the Lord of Lords. Worship His Majesty. Because that's who He is. Let's not disturb the Holy Spirit. Let us sing. Let us stand. If you need to go and see a brother or a sister, because something is on your heart. Deal with that. But don't let anything stop you coming into the presence of God. Don't let anything or anyone rob you of what God has for you. Don't let anybody take the best of what God has for you. Because I tell you what, it is life changing. It is life changing for the better. So let us come and worship. Give him your praise. Give him your glory. We will sing and then just really just let the Holy Spirit lead us as individuals to go into that place the way he wants. Not the way I want or the way Pastor Graham wants or anybody else wants. It's you and the Holy Spirit. What God is doing in your life right now is nobody else's business.